Back, glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Got to pick up my interview now with the director of the new movie called My Son Hunter. It's uh, Robert Davi. We, he just talked about the history of his family. I talked about the history of my family. We pick it up from there. R- a couple of things. First of all, my father worked at Grumman, which is, blows my mind because we're that connected. Um, second, he was in the Air Force, and then he, he worked at Grumman after that. So um, we've got that in common, but, but you're right. If you pay people to stay home, if you give people food, you give people Section 8, give people transportation, you control the people. That's it. You and I don't want to be controlled because we know what the sacrifice was to give us what it is that we have. And I love that about you. Thank you, Joe. I mean, if people look at, re-look at the movie Dr. Zhivago, it's a warning shot. My wife is from Estonia, and I showed her Dr. Zhivago, and she sat there for the two hours or so, three hours of watching the film with her jaw dropped because she experienced the land being taken away from her great-grandparents during those the, the breakup of Russia. Right. She saw that they took and what they did to the people. That's what they're doing today. What they're doing today in terms of an illegal immigration that comes into our nation without any control. And that's done to split us apart. It's yes. done to take us apart. Uh, and most of the people, you know, they, they have these things, let's just say, for all intents and purposes. I'm an environmental guy. Okay. Okay. I've been since ever. I've I did a film in the Amazon rainforest in 1990 called Amazon with a Finnish film director. I did a concert for Prince Albert and uh, in Monaco for his Oceans thing. We raised 22 million euros. I've done a concert for Hollywood for Science when they honored Barbara Streisand. Now, I don't know if it's man-made or what. I don't care. But I care about the environment. I care about the oceans, the plastic in the oceans. I care about rivers, things being polluted. I care about this stuff. I care about if there's go- now, here's the thing. We have the left and people saying that this is the biggest existential crisis, bigger than World War II, Joe. This climate thing is bigger than World War II, biggest existential crisis. Okay. And my frustration is, I don't know if it's man-made, like I said, or not, but let's just say something is happening. But our children have been educated for decades about the environment and climate change. It's an emotional topic. Yes. And the right, the conservatives, seem a little bit out of step when they don't embrace this idea of climate change and things happening. So what they have to do and what I've done, I've written a paper called The Earth Force. What is the Earth Force? Well, if this is the biggest crisis since World War, bigger than World War II, mind you, bigger. If this is that big a crisis, and we have Greta, that girl from Sweden, and all those kids out there that are screaming in the streets and they paint their hair pink and they lie in the street to stop traffic because the environment is in crisis. And I understand that and I applaud them. Then let's have an Earth Force whereby those children, there's a draft in America from 18 to 21 for four to six years, whereby they are learned reforestation, toxic mishaps, rebuilding the inner cities, taking care of the homeless, building the homeless encampments, learning new green technologies so we can move forward and they can learn a craft. Why don't we have an earth force? Then they can get education and they can get health care. But instead of just screaming in the streets right. and Greta going and Prince uh, William going in, into the U.N. and the U.N. giving another speech and, 
and Gore giving another speech and everybody giving another speech and raising. Why don't we have an Earth Corps if this is the biggest, bigger than World War Two? Because it's not. <laughs> because because it's BS. It's about power and control. Uh, when, when Al Gore goes and gives speeches, he gets there on his private jet that is polluting like crazy. When when, uh, when you've got 150 private jets showing up at the WEF to complain about carbon, you know, uh, coming from cars, my SUV, or cows farting, you know there's something else going on. And it's probably power and control, and maybe even depopulation. It's Robert Davi. He's the director of My Son Hunter, which we haven't talked about much because this has been really, really uh, educational and interesting. Robert, I feel like we've known each other forever. Thank you for being that guy. Uh, MySonHunter.com is the website. I saw the movie over the weekend. You're bold in how you shot it. It gave me a real feeling of what this guy's seedy life probably is. And it also gave me a real feeling of how duped we've all been. And, And because I do this for a living, almost every line that John James says or that Gina Carano says um, or, or the actor, I don't know the guy's name, who, who played um, Lawrence somebody, right? Who played... Uh, actual, brilliant English actor. Unbelievable job. Oh, what a great job he did. Every line I was familiar with because you guys were telling the truth. What we know is in the, on the laptop. What we know Joe Biden has said publicly. What we know Hunter Biden has said publicly. I mean, that was masterful. How you brought me into that life, what we can assume Hunter Biden's life is. I mean, really incredible job with that. Thank you, Joe. You know, the idea for me when I got the script... I didn't want it to be a hit piece, a conservative film, just a hit piece. Yeah. I, we understood the corruption, the alleged corruption. We understood what was happening. And I then went to Hunter's words. I went to his autobiography. I wanted to flesh out the motivations because that's what, as an actor, I've done over the years, whether I played a Bond villain or Vito Genovese or Lucky Luciano right. or whatever, I, uh, an FBI agent and profiler for five years. I've always had to find the motivation in the character, not to create a cliché. And um, this was the approach for the filming. I took a movie called American Hustle that David O. Russell did about the abscam uh, thing, that the FBI sting the, that they did. And I wanted that tone, which had satirical tone, but you believed in the characters. Yes. You believed in their foibles, at the same time terrified of what they did and what they, uh, uh, as you could see in our film, because no punches are pulled. We are just not demonizing drug addiction, which is a crisis in America. Yes, it is. Many, my family has been hurt by drug addictions. Many families have been. So I did not want to demonize that issue. And many people have father and son relationships, family relationships that have complex issues. And it's the president of the United States is just like anyone else has these complex issues. Now, where it veers is the influence peddling alleged and the deals were made. The denial of corruption, the denial of corruption when the American people have seen for the last five years the attacks on whether you like him or not, Donald Trump. Yeah. The, the absolute, the, 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 the impeachments, the, the Steele dossier, every single thing that they threw at Donald Trump to bring him down. And now even Joe Biden coming out and saying that MAGA is fascism. When they're the fascists, yes. they're stifling speech. They don't want other ideas to go. Bill Maher did a thing with Rob Reiner, and Rob Reiner couldn't admit that the FBI and that Zuckerberg had stifled that this Hunter Biden laptop existed. I saw that. And, and, and either Rob Reiner uh, doesn't know, and, and I got the feeling he didn't know, 
or he knew and dismissed it, or he's lying. Because everybody knows that it wasn't Russian disinformation, that all 51 of those either former or current intelligence people lied, and that Joe Biden lied from the debate stage. So, I mean, that's what, but that's what you're dealing with. But I want to go to the movie for a second, Robert. One thing that I took away from it, and tell me if you meant, I'm, I'm sure you meant it. I know what a scumbag Hunter Biden is, because I've seen the laptop. But you actually made me understand the sympathetic part of it, that he was just the offspring of his father, and that he was in a position that, and again, I don't feel bad for him, but I was sympathetic. Did you mean that? Absolutely. I wanted to flush him out. I had conversations I had with, with uh, John James, who a uh, terrific actor who played Joe, and, and, and Lawrence Fox. who And artists understand that. Great actors understand the humanization element. We didn't want to do a Saturday Night Live job that they do on Donald Trump. Right. Or that they've done with every other conservative person where they just demonize it and they make it. I didn't want to go that low what the left does. The left continually does that and they don't present human beings. They may have in a film or two done that with some political figures. Yes. Uh, but they so I wanted to handle that aspect very, very with sensitivity. Yes. And showing the reality of that relationship. And it worked because he's daddy's son. And he never could could uh, sort of measure up. And he, say, he says, which is heartbreaking uh, to the girl, because it's told through the eyes of a 25-year-old left-wing activist who works as a stripper to pay for a college education. Yes. And he says to her, I just want to make him proud. I just want to make him proud. And as a couple and, of Italian guys, when you hear that, you get that. You understand yeah, that. Of course. Of course. Any Irish, I don't care who you are. Yeah. Arab, Irish, English, Scottish, the idea of your father figure, especially with the uh, the loss of the mother early on and then the loss of the brother and not being able to measure up, you know, the Fredo Corleone to uh, Michael Corleone, you know? Uh, Absolutely. It was, it was Santino in The Godfather, not to equate this with The Godfather, but right. the, the emotional impact of having uh, uh, a brother who was the hope of the family, being Michael Corleone, and if he was the one that was killed instead of Santino, uh, you know, anyway. So it has a, it's a textured, nuanced, entertaining picture. It is. It's sexy. It's funny. It's heartfelt. Um, again, the Unreported Story Society uh, developed it. They came to me, that's Anne, and Philem. Uh, we filmed it in Serbia. At a, and I looked for a great DP and we got the cast together and, uh, the girl that plays uh, Grace Anderson is in, basically an unknown. Her name is Emma Goyevic, who's like a young Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, she was I'm great. Sure. Yeah. yeah no, to me, facially, she looked a little bit more like Cheryl Ladd, I think. Um, uh, which, which, which is nothing wrong with that. That's for sure. But she did a great job. Is that a real character or was that the go-between? Was that the person no, to present a, the story? That's a co- composite of what happened. Okay. Of, of things. Because he did unpack his heart to different... Uh, uh, strippers and different people. You know, that's 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 known. That's something that somebody does if it's an act of seduction or if it's an act for reaching out or whatever it might be. Right. But that that's that's uh, 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 it's a supposition based on certain uh, uh, people coming forward saying things of that nature. When you walk away from a piece of work like that, and by the way, it's Robert Davi. Those who aren't watching, if you're listening, I appreciate you. Robert Davi is the director of My Son Hunter. The same Robert Davi that you've known for, in acting for, Robert, how long is it? 30, 40 years? It's a long time. 1977 when I did my first film with wow. Frank Sinatra. 
Wow. An impressive resume for sure. And by the way, we've got another thing in common that you might not know. Uh, you played Donnie Brasco. You played you play Joe Pistone. I had him on the show six months ago. We did a, a beautiful two-part series with him. And what a great guy. What an amazing dude. He's in his oh, 80s. Man, he, he, he's like in his 80s and he's ready to go still. He's like, no, let's go. Yeah. Let's go stop crying. Yeah, they did a series, FBI Untold Stories, and I got the honor to play Joe Pistone and talk to him and get involved with what he did undercover and uh, uh, quite fascinating. And also, you know, characters that I played over the years and the research I played, but he was a, an amazing person, Joe Pistone. So um, uh, mysonhunter.com is the website. I want everybody to go there and go check out this incredible movie. When they you walk away, go now, ahead. Joe, pre-order My Son Hunter. Go to My Son Hunter. You can pre-order the film now, September 7th. Download, stream, tell your friends, watch the film, and uh, do your part in terms of being able to bring content that the mainstream doesn't want us to see or maybe do. I was lost in the story as I was watching it, but I really had a great appreciation, like I think my listeners and my viewers will as well, because there are specific lines that are said that we all know. We've all heard these lines. Um, And and when, when you do that... It makes you understand it's not fantasy that we're watching. This is really something that's gone on over the past several years that we haven't gotten the proper media coverage of, certainly, but the way that you put it together, it keeps you gripped to the screen the entire time. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that you put this together. Thank you. Well, thank you, and I thank the, the writer and uh, Ann and Thelem and Magda and the crew in, in Serbia that were brilliant and the set designers and the DP. You know, there's a line, there's an actor, Franklin uh, Oyodele, who was from Nigeria. I wanted to create a great face for the bouncer. He was uh, great. He was great. Who, he's a, he's, a, he's a, a world-class soccer player that's played for millions of people. Oh, wow. First acting thing. And uh, he's the one that really uh, gives that girl the ability to open up and find out the truth about Hunter Biden because he has a great line. That says, you know, kitty, yeah, kitty, I'm the black face of white supremacy. It's a great line. <laughs> so it, has, yeah, it, it captures the popular uh, whispers that are out there from the left. And, and uh, we, we weave them into this, into this story here that I think uh, I'm hoping people will come out in droves to see on September 7th and moving forward after that. Well, as you know, Robert, they actually called Larry Elder that. And, and when you used that line yes. in the movie, I knew exactly where it was from. And, and, and yes. it all hits home. Uh, one last thing, if you don't mind. In, in doing something like this, and as we popularize it and people go and see it, I think millions will download this and get this movie. Uh, again, I know you have no fear of this, but do you expect some people from Hollywood to say, why would you do this? You know, they probably know, and some have said it, and some have quietly said it. A lot of them that are quietly conservative, uh, I'm getting texts and messages and from third parties going, man, man, you've got to thank you so much. You've got a set of cojones. And, uh, and there's going to be people that, of course, that are going to be angry at me uh, for, for doing it. I've seen, I see it in some of the comments from just regular people in the media that they want to minimalize what this film is already. I think there was a, a, a couple of uh, articles and comments trying to minimalize and to, uh, uh, to, to, to frame what this is without them even seeing it. And the trailer is darn good. That trailer stands up to any A picture so good. Uh, that Hollywood has done. And just based on the trailer, they want to they wanna denigrate in some way. This is the people on the extreme left. Yeah. Instead of accepting it and going, wait a second, we should watch this too. Because 
I've watched the content they've done that have that have purposely bashed and been done with you know in 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 a, in a not even a satirical way, but in a demonizing way. Yes. And they, they should watch this as well. I mean, it's only common sense. And then comment on it afterwards if you have a comment. Robert, I can't uh, really emphasize enough how much uh, I appreciate you doing this. I've been a fan for many, many years. It turns out you you and I have a lot of things in common. I think we're kindred spirits, if that's okay. And uh, yes, come, uh, come on any time, man. I really appreciated you doing this. Oh, I appreciate that, Joe. Yes, I, I've heard about you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm and – and I will reach out to you. I'd love to have more conversations because it's this, uh, you know – my great friend, and I'm so glad that Breitbart is putting this out. They're presenting this. Uh, it was my choice from the beginning early on because I felt Andrew was a good friend of mine, Andrew Breitbart, right. who wrote a book called Righteous Indignation. And he said that politics is downstream from, uh, or politics is downstream from culture. Right. And we have on the middle, in the conservative side, however you want to say it, have lacked the ability to capture culture. So uh, Breibart's been warriors for this, as many of you have, uh, in terms of capturing the culture. And we have to do that. We have to be strong. We have to be smart. We have to be respectful. And we have to be aware. And, and we're more aware because of a, a piece of work like this. Go to MySonHunter.com. MySonHunter.com. It's Robert Davi. He is the director. Robert, anytime my show is your show. Thank you so much, Paisan. Thank you, Joe. God bless you. Dios right. protege. <laughs> appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. All right, let's go. Okay, we got to head Robert Avion. No, it's not, not, very, not very good at all, to be honest. All right, uh, glad to have you here. Let's do some pop culture. Boop. Dirty pop. By the way, I really enjoyed the heck out of having Robert Davi on. He meant it. I mean, we hit it off very quickly. We'll have him back on. Paula, what's going on? So I think we had talked about this a while back when um, I think it was Reels, that TV network. They were coming out with a, a slightly different version of uh, Live PD. Yes. They're calling it On Patrol Live. Well, apparently... A&E is saying that Big Fish, which is the production company behind Live PD, uh, Live PD, is now making that show. And so they're suing them because I guess they're basically doing that show all over again. Yeah, but they canceled it. They didn't want it. How stupid. They can't do another one? I, I guess they must own the rights to it or something. So they're claiming that they, they should wow. be able to do that. All right, we'll follow that. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.